Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, February 2nd. U.S. stocks ended the day mixed with the S&P 500 and NASDAQ, adding to yesterday's rally that came as the Fed hiked rates by a decelerated amount and suggested that it may be nearing the end of its tightening cycle. The global markets also reacted to 50 basis point rate increases from the European Central Bank and Bank of England. Earnings continued to pour in with Meta Platforms jumping after some upbeat guidance and Eli Lilly and company saw pressure after some softer than expected revenue growth. The economic calendar delivered some positive news with fourth quarter productivity much stronger than expected and unit labor costs slowing more than anticipated and jobless claims continued to slide while factory orders missed estimates. Treasury yields were unchanged and the U.S. dollar gained ground while crude oil and gold prices declined. Asian stocks finished mixed following the Fed's decision and markets in Europe were mostly higher in the wake of the monetary policy decisions in the region. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 39 points or 0.1% to 34,054 while the S&P 500 advanced 61 points, or 1.5%, to 4,120, and the Nasdaq Composite climbed 385 points, or 3.3%, to 12,201. In moderately heavy volume, 5.6 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 7 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost 53 cents to $75.88 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $16.60 to $1,926.20 per ounce, and the dollar index increased 0.5% to 101.72. In equity news on Thursday, Meta Platforms, ticker symbol META, reported fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.76, but FactSet is noting that it is unclear if it is comparable to its $2.26 estimate. Revenues declined 4% year-over-year to $32.17 billion, above the street's expectation of $31.55 billion. The social media company said its advertising revenues came in above estimates, while both daily active users and average revenue per user also topped forecasts. Meta Platforms issued first quarter revenue guidance with a midpoint slightly above projections. The company also estimated that its restructuring charges will be below prior estimates and announced an additional $40 billion to its share repurchase program. Shares rallied over 20%. Eli Lilly and Company, ticker symbol LLY, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $2.09 versus the expected $1.78, with revenues declining 9% year-over-year to $7.3 billion versus the estimated $7.33 billion. Eli Lilly raised its full-year earnings outlook and reaffirmed its revenue forecast. Shares were lower as the street scrutinized its softer-than-expected revenue growth from its key diabetes drug. 
Fourth quarter earnings season is hitting a high gear, and of the 229 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 51% have topped revenue estimates, and approximately 70% have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled Helpless, Recession Risks Abound, how leading indicators continue to point toward further economic weakness, making it difficult and premature to determine whether the labor market can maintain its relative strength. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, preliminary fourth quarter non-farm productivity rose by 3% on an annualized basis, above the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a 2.4% increase, and following the upwardly revised 1.4% gain seen in the third quarter. Unit labor costs were up by 1.1%, but below forecasts of a 1.5% rise. The figure decreased from the third quarter's downwardly adjusted 2% increase in unit labor costs. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 183,000 for the week ended January 28th, below estimates of 195,000 and compared to the prior week's unrevised 186,000 level. The four-week moving average declined by 5,750 to 191,750, and continuing claims for the week ended January 21st decreased by 11,000 to 1,655,000, south of estimates calling for 1,684,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims fell by 10,500 to 1,651,500. Factory orders for December increased 1.8% month-over-month, below the forecasted 2.3% gain, and versus the prior month's negatively revised 1.9% decline. Durable goods orders, preliminarily reported last week, was unadjusted at the previously reported 5.6% month-over-month increase, matching forecasts, and excluding transportation, orders were adjusted lower to a 0.2% decrease from the previously reported 0.1% dip. As well, December's final read on non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, was positively adjusted to a 0.1% month-over-month dip from the 0.2% decline in the preliminary reading. The markets continue to digest yesterday's monetary policy decision from the Fed, which raised its target for the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points, a continued deceleration from the aggressive pace set in 2022. Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses the decision in her commentary titled Waiting for the Fed, Just Not Yet, noting that though the Fed is close to the end of its rate hiking cycle, additional increases in the Fed funds rate are still likely, albeit less aggressive in magnitude. 
Treasury rates were unchanged as the yields on the two-year note, 10-year note, and 30-year bond remained at 4.10%, 3.40%, and 3.55%, respectively. Bond yields have seen heightened volatility lately but remain solidly higher over the past 12 months as the markets react to aggressive Fed monetary policy actions. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond markets to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will introduce the highly anticipated January labor report, Non-farm payrolls are expected to add 190,000 jobs, less than December's 223,000 jobs growth. Private sector payrolls, on the other hand, are projected to also show a growth of 190,000 additional jobs versus last month's 220,000 gain. The unemployment rate is estimated to increase slightly to 3.6% compared to December's 3.5% reading, and average hourly earnings are anticipated to rise 0.3% month-over-month, but decline to a 4.3% year-over-year growth rate from December's 4.6% gain. Several reports on the services side of the economy will round out the docket, courtesy of the S&P Global's services PMI, with economists calling for it to remain at the preliminary figure of 464 as well as the January ISM Services Index anticipated to move into expansion territory by increasing to a level of 50.4 from last month's 49.2 reading. A reading of 50 is the demarcation point between expansion and contraction for both indexes. In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe were mostly lower as the markets digested yesterday's 25 basis point increase out of the Fed in the U.S. and today's 50 basis point rate hikes by the European Central Bank and Bank of England. Inflation has been the big driver of rate hikes around the globe. The European Central Bank signaled that a similar action could come in March, and the Bank of England offered a bit more dovish outlook, but continued to suggest another rate hike in March at a decelerated pace. The euro and British pound fell versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. plummeted. In other economic news, German exports fell much more than expected in December. European markets have experienced a strong start to 2023. Stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening, and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his latest article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, A rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, 
at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.8%. France's CAC 40 index gained 1.3%. Germany's DAX index rose 2.2%. Italy's FTSE MIB index advanced 1.5%. And Spain's IBEX 35 index increased 1.4%. While Switzerland's Swiss market index nudged 0.1% lower. The stocks in Asia finished mixed, with the markets digesting yesterday's monetary policy decision out of the U.S., which saw the central bank hike rates by a decelerated 25 basis point pace. Meanwhile, the markets awaited monetary policy decisions out of the Eurozone and the U.K. Aggressive monetary policy tightening has caused volatility in the currency and bond markets, but most markets in the region have seen solid year-to-date gains led by the Hong Kong markets. The moves have been aided by China's reopening, the potential for eased regulatory crackdowns on the technology sector, property market support, and expectations that central banks across the globe, including the Fed in the U.S., may be set to slow down monetary policy tightening. In economic news, South Korea's consumer price inflation for January rose more than expected, and the nation's December retail sales rose, while Australia's building approvals jumped much more than expected for December. Optimism of China's reopening has countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact of the aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery, and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index increased 0.2% with the yen rallying versus the U.S. dollar in the wake of the Fed's decision. China's Shanghai Composite Index finished little changed, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index decreased 0.5%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index ticked 0.1% higher, India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index advanced 0.4%, and South Korea's KOSPI Index rose 0.8%. Tomorrow's International Economic Calendar will introduce a host of services PMIs all around the globe, including out of Australia, Japan, China, Hong Kong, Spain, Italy, France, Germany, the UK, and the Eurozone. Additionally, we will get a read on Australia's home loans, France's industrial production, as well as Hong Kong's manufacturing PMI and retail sales. To round out the docket, some inflation data will be released, courtesy of the Eurozone's PPI.